Griner Auto Body, Car Doctor, Wayland State Bank, Girling Repair, B&B Propane and the Family of Jet Stops, Hinshaw Trailer Sales, and McDonald Boneyard present Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Dane, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. Today I am on the road in Hot Springs, Arkansas at the Loggers Convention. Uh, it's a great time. We've got a lot to show you. Hope you enjoy it. Also, the final lumberjack show will be at 1 o'clock outside. Connie Loomis from Lone Star Truck Group. Thanks so much for being on Southeast Iowa today. Now, Lone Star Truck Group is located in Texarkana, Texas, and we are in Hot Springs, Arkansas today. And uh, why is it so important to be a part of this convention? Well, the forestry industry is extremely large in Arkansas. It's one of our main sources of income. Uh, we sell the trucks and the trailers that haul the forest products to the mills for lumber. Um, we actually had a customer just tell me he's hauling products to build chicken houses and support that industry as well. So it's just a good way to get everything forestry all in one place, get all the customers aware of the new products, what's going on. Well, I've been walking around and shooting video to show the audience and uh, they've already experienced some of that in this podcast. It's incredible the different uh, industries and the different uh, companies that are involved in the logging industry. It is. It's, it's 
people don't realize everything that they have in their home, how their home was built, it all starts right here with these kind of folks. And one of the things is, it's uh, it the the actual logging industry reproduces. It's, I mean, they, they're, more trees are grown. I mean, it's not like trees are cut down and you, there's never ever trees that are, are replaced or anything like that. Completely sustainable. It is one of the few sustainable natural resources we have. In fact, I read an article not long ago that actually we have more forest land than we did 75 years ago. So, And that's all thanks to the conservation work that the forestry industry puts in. Well, I would think that folks watching this today will remember uh, not too long ago we were in a pandemic and there were short supplies on things like toilet paper and things yep. like that. And that comes from this industry. But the thing is, the, the men and women that were out doing the job every day, they never stopped during the pandemic. We never closed our doors. We were open all day, every day, just like normal, because when those trucks stop rolling, America shuts down. That's right. And the thing is, when there were those short supplies, I guess my point is it wasn't the folks that were out cutting the trees and the, those things. They were just the mills um, were still running, but things just were slowed down because of uh, further areas of that supply chain. Correct. Yeah. Now, um, what was what would be one of the fun things that you would like to share about Lone Star Truck Group? We are a big truck trailer industry um, I think I work for the best uh, dealer group in the country. We have, we are the third largest dealer group in North America, from New Mexico all the way to Kentucky. And it's just, people don't think about trucking, but it's a great industry with great people. It sure is, and yeah, you got awesome trucks. I mean, just the, the yes. cool factor alone, but yes. the fact that what they they actually do and the power that they, uh, they hold uh, is incredible. Yep, yeah. I well, agree. Connie, thanks so much for being on Southeast Iowa today. Thanks for having me. Now, I got permission from Connie Loomis to uh, come up here inside this Western Star. Check it out. I'll tell you what. This is a pretty nice big rig here. It's got a sleeper. As I said, it's a Western Star. Got LED lighting. He even has cup holders. Whenever I get inside a big rig, I always feel like uh, Will and Sonny from the old 70s TV show, Moving On. And uh, you folks that know Merle Haggard music, uh, he sang the theme song. Right now, I am in a cab of a Peterbilt truck. And whenever you hear the name Peterbilt, you have to say Peterbilt a truck for a man to drive. Did I get that right? I don't know. I'm kind of a big guy. I think that Western Star might have been just a little bit more roomier. But, hey, I can't, I you know, I'm just observing.
misery with the old crosscut saw here first guy to get all the way through and have a uh, complete wood disc hit the deck is going to win the first point for their team we're going to give them a starting cut britain you can go a little deeper there make things even here there you go uh we give them a starting cut just uh, basically for safety so that saw when they get starting out doesn't come skating off the end of that log and head towards their, their knee so that's a little safety feature there anyway Two misery whips, two Sawyers. That's what we want to see. Two dicks of wood. Camp number nine. How many want to see Britain Cook win this one? Yeah. Thirteen. Folks, the louder you cheer, the faster they go. Let's get them started right now. Sawyers ready. One, two, go. There I go. Five feet three inches of steel. 87 razor sharp cutting teeth. First one with a complete disc is gonna win it. Rick was giving her the onions. AJ with some big smooth strokes. There it is. Pick number nine. Pick number nine is on the board and the student becomes the teacher. <laughs> well folks, we're gonna move the men down in front now for an axe throwing contest. Axe throwing. Not actually a job in the woods, more of a form of recreation. Anybody ever tried axe throwing before? Yes. You people, yeah. I see a lot of, all around the country, you see tons of axe throwing uh, bars popping up, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, who would have thought 10 years ago you go to a bar and throw an axe? But anyway, uh, axe throwing, not actually a job. Like I said, more of a form of recreation. If the men had a little time off, perhaps on a Sunday afternoon, they'd throw those double bit axes at the end of a log just to see who can get it to stick closest to the middle. Now we're going to give each competitor one warm-up throw today, then they get three scoring throws. Best total of the three is going to win it for their team. Here goes Britton with his warm-up. And that is a good throw. Good warm-up. They're just checking their foot placement and, uh, and rotation of the axe there. Make sure everything is in place. And there is AJ with a good throw. All right. Whip-ups are out of the way. Here's how the scoring is going to go. If they hit the green ring, that's one point. If they touch yellow paint at all in the next ring, that's three points. The red bullseye is going to be worth five. Looks like Britain is up first. How many want to see Britain get a bullseye, Camp 9? He has got a three. <laughs> he had to run. If it falls out, it doesn't count. So he had to scramble to catch that axe before it fell out. Here goes AJ, hoping for the bullseye. And he's a little bit high there. He's got a one. One point. One point for AJ, three for Britain. Cheer him on, folks. 
You can make a little noise for him. This ain't no golf match. There's Britton. He takes that step and he puts her over the top. He does that 10 times out of 10. Keep your feet in place, Britton. Here goes AJ, second throw. Oh, another one. A little bit high there for AJ. All right, Britton's third and final throw. He's got three. AJ's got two. It's anybody's race. Oh, oh, oh. there it is. AJ, the door is wide open for you. A one will tie. Anything more will win. Make some noise for Camp 13. And it's a one. Hold on a second. Hold on. I can't leave this thing tied. How are we going to settle this tie? No, no, no axe fighting. Go on, build the last show. All right, here's what we're going to do. Tell you what. See if this is fair. One throw closest to the center. Does that sound fair? That's how we'll settle the tie. All right, looks like Britton is up first. Go ahead, Britton. See how close you can get her to the center there. Oh, if you sharpened up the other end of that handle, you'd ever made. All right. Once again, the door is open for AJ, and there it is! Camp number 13! Breaking the tie with a three-point throw. All right, we are tied up at one apiece now, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get our men back up on the deck here. We're going to move into a springboard chopping contest. Now, springboard, uh, one of the crowd favorites, as a matter of fact, in the uh, in timber sports competition. Uh, it came about back in the day, a number of reasons they might use this technique. Uh, perhaps if that tree was on a very steep hillside, they needed to get that tree down. Uh, they needed a good level spot to stand, to pull that crosscut saw or swing the axe in order to fell the tree. So what they would do, they'd chop a little notch or a pocket into the tree, insert this steel steel-toed plank called a springboard, and standing on these planks, they could get as high as they needed to. It gave them a good level place to put their feet. Just one of the ways they, that they might use this technique back in the day. Now this is one of the most dangerous and difficult chops in modern lumberjack competition. They're standing on an eight inch wide board, they're swinging a six and a half pound razor sharp axe, and they must swing this axe both right and left handed. Now you'll see the men go most of the way through that block on their strong side, but they must take at least one hit on their back side in order to make it a legal chop. All right, looks like we got our cutters ready. We're tied up. Camp number nine. Let's hear it again for Britton Cook over here. Camp number 13. Let's hear it for AJ. Once again, folks, the louder you are, the faster they are. Let's get them going. Sawyer's ready. One, two, go. Cheer them on. They can hear you, ladies and gentlemen. You will see some huge pieces of wood coming out of these cuts. You'll see them following a specific pattern. Getting that axe in there, following one hit right after another. Help them out, folks. Brick has got a tough one over here. We need your help, Cat Nine. There he's got some wood moving. AJ with a bit of a lead. Side of that block, swinging on their off hand, 
like a baseball batter swinging from the, op the opposite side of the plate to what they're used to. Help him out. Brent's got a good swing on his backside there. He's reaching for that firewood. He's got to get that wood cleared out of there. He's got it shaking now, folks. Camp number 13, you have won the springboard. A.J. Fletcher getting the point for you over here. Well, what we've seen so far, ladies and gentlemen, have kind of been traditional lumberjack events, right? We've had the crosscut saws. We've had the axes, of course. We're going to modernize things now a little bit for this next one. We're going to be breaking out some chainsaws for this next event. Yeah. That's what we're all waiting for. <laughs> We're using steel chainsaws today. The number one selling saw in the world. And a proud sponsor of Timberworks Lumberjack Show. Now you can't go to a big box store and buy steel. You gotta go to your local independent servicing dealer. Cool thing about that is every steel dealer all across the country, and there's over 10,000 of them, have all got the trained professional staff in-house to not only help you select the right tool for your job, but give you great service after the sale as well. You can check them out at steelusa.com, put your zip code in, and it'll lead you to your closest steel retailers. I also want to point out here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you will notice that the men have put on a little bit of extra safety clothing for this event. We always recommend, if you are using a chainsaw, please put on the appropriate safety clothing. Hearing and eye protection, of course, steel toed shoes, the black chaps you see them wearing over the legs, contain several layers of Kevlar material that will, in fact, stop that chain and prevent a cut to your leg if that saw should accidentally come in contact. Very, very important stuff, ladies and gentlemen. You see, it maybe took 10 seconds to put this stuff on. It could save you a lifetime of problems. All right, we're going to give the men a moment to warm up these chainsaws. And I'll tell you a little bit about this next event. All righty, saws are warmed up. This, ladies and gentlemen, is called the choker set relay race. Back in the day, when a new guy came into the logging camp, when a buckwheater showed up and said, hey boss, I want a job as a lumberjack. You know, the camp boss didn't know whether to hire this guy. He, of course, didn't know if he even had the skills to be a lumberjack. So, a lot of times for the buckwheaters, what they would do over the first couple of days, they might give him a little test. They might get this guy out in the woods, give him several jobs, several tools to use, where the camp boss could keep an eye on him, assess his skills, and then fit him into the logging operation as they saw fit. But well, we have taken the test and we made it a race. We call it a trucker set relay race. Here's how it is going to go. On my count, they will take those orange handle tools called cant hooks. With that cant hook, they're going to roll that four-foot log over and place the end of the buckle log in the center using only the cant hook. The cant hook down on the certain chain, so I got a disc off the end of the log, which is in the holder. Shut saw off, place it safely on the ground, grab a choker cable, run back over, wrap it around the original four-foot log, pull that out of the bunk on the ground. First, got to do all that without cheating. It's going to be the winner. Everybody get that? Any questions? No questions? Good. All right. I'll lead you through it as we go along. You guys keep an eye on them and make sure they don't cheat. Camp number nine. How many want to see Britton Cook tie this thing up once again? Camp number 13. How many want to see AJ? further into the lead. Let's get them going, folks. Competitors ready. One, two, go. There they go. They're going to roll that log to the middle. It needs to go into the bunk. AJ getting, having some struggles here. That dog needs to get in there. Britain is some headway. Cheer him on, AJ. Gotta get that log into the bunk. That fish needs to be complete. Shut this off. Britain is a headway. He needs to set that 
making up a little bit of ground there, but not quite enough. Griffin Cook, camp number nine, has tied this thing up. Yeah. Well, we're going to get a, get the men back up here once again, ladies and gentlemen. No rest or no breaks. Since they do have their uh, chainsaw safety apparel on already, we're going to get right into another chainsaw event. These saws here are a little bit different. We call them stock-modified hot saws, which means we have started with a steel MS660. Uh, right out of the box, these saws have had a bunch of engine work done. They've had some carburetor modifications. They've been fitted, as you can see, with this tuned pipe, this custom exhaust, uh, custom-made for this engine. Uh, basically, when you put all that stuff together, what it does is lets that saw breathe much easier. It gets a lot more air and fuel stuffed into that engine and gets rid of the exhaust gases that much faster. Now, uh, the guys are going to warm these ones up a couple of things before they do. Number one, do not go home and modify your chainsaw, okay? Yeah, I could see the wheels turning out there. A couple of you thinking that your steel saw runs just fine when it comes from the dealer. These saws have been built especially for this short race, so they would not last uh, working in the woods or cutting up firewood or anything like that. Number two, these saws are very loud. So for small children or pe maybe people with sensitive ears, you might want to cover your ears. These ones are pretty loud. Go ahead, guys, fire them up. Saws are warmed up. You want to pull more wood out there, Britton? You got enough. All right. Okay. If you hit that saw stand, you're going to get fired. You know that, right? <laughs> All right. Here we go. Saws are warmed up. This is a cold start. Saw on the ground, hands on the wood. Three cuts. Down, up, and down. Sawyer's ready. One, two, go. You got three complete uh, cookies there and a short amount of wood. How are you feeling about this next event? Oh, I guarantee victory in this next event. Oh, you do, huh? Yeah, you're pretty confident there. Uh, how are you going to guarantee a victory in a lumberjack contest? Well, there's a few reasons. I'm good at it. I was up all last night practicing, and I'm better looking than AJ. <laughs> okay, well, those are three reasons. Uh, they don't guarantee you the win, though. How are you so sure you're going to win this? Well, I'm the only one in it. <laughs> That's what I thought. He is the only one in it. Look, we're not going to give him a point for this, okay? This is a demonstration event. Now, whenever we have a lumberjack on our team with any kind of a special skill or talent, uh, we'd like to give him an opportunity in the show to sort of showcase that talent. Now, Britton here is not only a great competitor. He's a great artist. He's, uh, he's a chainsaw carver, okay? And uh, if you get a chance, you check out some of the chainsaw carving. He's taking shape right next door here. He's been working all weekend, and he's got some beautiful stuff. But that being said, the thing that sets Britain apart from many other chainsaw artists, he's incredibly fast. He's what's called a speed carver. Now, ladies and gentlemen, with your permission today, we would like Britain to demonstrate his speed carving technique. Would you like to see that? All right, Britton, what are you going to carve for the folks today? 
I'm going to talk about a small furry woodland creature that I saw my way in this morning. All right, a little animal. Very good. Uh, good idea for a lumberjack show. Which animal will it be? Oh, it's got a small floppy ears, hop-type tail. You see around Easter time. What is it? Bunny. Is it a bunny? I heard it over here. It's a rabbit. going to be a rabbit. All right. Brit, folks, uh, get ready. This guy is pretty impressive. Britain, fire up that saw and make these guys a quick bunny. Okay, so what he's done, he's leveled off the top. We're going to get started right now with the rabbit. That's it. You're done. Uh, the thing is, I don't see a rabbit anywhere. What do you mean? Yapped out of my ear. What? Where? Eyes, ears, it's all there. That's a rabbit. That doesn't look like a rabbit. I've never seen a rabbit look like that. Where have you seen a bunny like that? Well, like I told you, I'm on the way in this morning. I'm in the middle of the road, just like that. Let's see. What do you think the rabbit was doing on the road? Well, he was sleeping. sleeping. Why would a rabbit be sleeping in the middle of the road? Oh, after I drove over, he got pretty tired. Get out of here get lost. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not going to accept that for a car of rabbit, are we? We're not. Should we give AJ a shot at the block? Yeah. What are you doing over there? <laughs> you, uh, listen, AJ, you see what Britain did there? And that was stupid. Yeah, well, like these folks are expecting a rabbit, and I know you carve a lot of cool stuff. Do you think you can carve them a bunny? Yeah, you guys want to see a real rabbit, long flap ears, all that bunny stuff? All right, we're going to give you one chance. One chance, one chance only. We don't want to disappoint anybody. He got Jameer started. All right, what's next? The hard part. <laughs> Are you done? I'll check him out. All right, let's see what you got here. And uh, yeah, um, <laughs> what? What is that? That is the best rabbit I have ever carved. you got to be kidding me. You're not going to show them that thing, are you? What do you mean? It's great. You guys want to see it, right? Yeah. Prepare to be amazed. Do not show them that thing, AJ. I'm telling you. No, oh. <laughs> oh, no do not. Do not applaud for that. The ears, you started off good with the ears. The face, I don't know what happened there. you got to put some more detail on this thing. Oh, yeah, you know what? I'll go ahead and do that now. You're gonna, wait, well, hold on. You're going to do what now? Well, detail. Goes in D-back. Okay, how about some more facial features? I'll come around the front. I'll put in D-whiskers and a special cut I've been saving just for today. The big, fluffy eyebrow. Eyebrow on a rabbit. Okay, whatever. You're the artist. You do whatever you got to do here.
right, there's the tail. The whiskers. No. Whoa, now what did you get over here? What did you do here? <laughs> yeah, you slipped, didn't you? Like this. Whisker, 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 mustache. Gave the rabbit a mustache. It's not a mustache, and I, I really wish you didn't touch that. Well, why not? If it's not a mustache, what is it? Well, it, it's a booger. That's gross. All right. What do you, what do you got left here? The, the, the eyebrow. All right. One more cut, folks. You can't fix it. You ain't gonna help. You ruined it. No. You ruined it in front of everybody. You decapitated your rabbit. That's not what I did. I just irritated him. Hey, you're, you're irritating me. You cut the head right off the thing. How could you do that in front of everybody? I can't believe you're trying to say it's my fault. You were the only guy up here with a chainsaw. If it's not your fault, whose fault is it? No, you folks saw it, right? I'm doing this real difficult eyebrow cut. Loudmouth right here. He starts hooting and hollering and screaming. He distracted me and he made me do it, right? Yeah. You're telling everybody I made you cut the head off that rabbit. I'm telling them you made me cut a hair too deep. I give up. You know what? The sun's getting to him or something. Sit down. Sit down. Get ready for your next event. Folks, you know what? I'm sorry. We're going to make a practice before that 1 o'clock show. So we're going to... Hey. hey, look what you carved there. Big deal. It's Nerdless Rabbit with a bugger. Talking about that. I'm talking about that cute little thing you're sitting on there. Oh, yeah. You think so, eh? I think it's cute. What did you get on the show, everybody? Yeah, show them what you're sitting on. That's pretty neat. I'm talking about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, seems purely by accident. I carved a little lumberjack hair chair. That's pretty cool, but it's awful small hair chair. Too small for you. What are you going to do with that? Well, I figure I'll give it to a little lumberjack and Jill. Assuming we're the Timberworks Lumberjack Show, courtesy of Steel Chicken Sauce and Blue That sounds like a great idea. Does anybody want this little chair? Here's what you got to do. If you got, if you want the chair, put up your hand real high. Say, me! AJ's going to pick somebody. Hey, you got one picked out? All right. Quick. Little gal walking up here in a blue dress. That's a little gift from Timberworks Lumberjack Show. Let's have a nice round of applause, everybody, for our hair chair tester. And for our Grammy that gets to drag that around the rest of the day. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what, folks. Yeah, you guys are going to have to take that home and chair it. <laughs> you can cherish it forever. <laughs> yeah, I got a million of them. All right, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to quit messing around. We're going to get right back into our competition here with one of the most fast-paced, exciting events in modern lumberjack competition. I'm talking about the speed climb. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to see some speed climbing? Folks, this is not just a race to the top of these 45-foot spire poles, but a race up and down. You will see the men race to the top. You will see them throw their rope so it hits the orange line at the very top of the tree, and you will see them race right back down to the deck. First guy up and down is going to win the point. Now, while the guys are getting ready there, making sure their gear is fastened on securely, I'll tell you a little bit about the equipment that they are using for this event. <laughs> they are wearing a utility lineman's gaps on their legs, which have a steel hook in them. Uh, this hook has been modified slightly. It's been bent out and ahead. Helps you get up that tree and get back down in a heck of a quick hurry. In their hands, they will be holding a steel cord rope. That, of course, lets them use upper body strength to pull themselves up the tree. And the rope actually acts as the brakes as they're coming down as well. Now, one other piece of equipment we never leave home without is our Duluth Trading Company clothing. How many folks have heard of Duluth Trading Company before? Oh, yeah, almost everybody, right? Everybody loves a man you be around on TV. Well, I tell you what, we've been partnered with Duluth now for uh, seven or eight years, and uh, we can't say enough good about the great line of workwear. They've outfitted us. We've got the fire hose flex pants on. We've got a little bit of nylon in them, in the material that gives them some stretch, and also the free swinging flannels. They have a little extra material there behind the arms so that your shirt doesn't bind up. It's guys great freedom of movement and flexibility to do all the stuff you see up here. All right. Looks like we've got our climbers about ready when they get some iron in the tree. That will let me know they are ready to rock and roll here. All right, Britain is ready. AJ is ready. Camp number nine. Let's hear it for Britain Cook. Camp number 13. Let's hear it for AJ Fletcher. All the way up and all the way down. Climbers ready. One, two, go. Racing on the top of those 45 foot spire poles. And then it's our race back down. Britain with a little tangle up there in the middle. He's going to the top. AJ is there. Britain is up there. AJ is down. Help Britain down. Everybody cheer on. Working on his descent. Don't want him getting inside out there. And there it is. AJ Fletcher. Competition. All right, folks, I'll tell you what, we have one event left. One event left. Anyone guess what it's going to be? Log rolling. You got it. The guys are going to get back stage. They're going to get out of their climbing gear. They are going to get into their log rolling shoes. We're going to come out here in the pond and have the best two falls out of three log rolling match. And while they're uh, doing that, I just want to take a real quick second once again and thank our national sponsors, uh, Steel uh, Chainsaws and Duluth Trading Company, you heard me mention a little bit earlier. Check them out. Uh, we always appreciate their support and our travels around North America. Um, remember to make it down to the mill safe and sound. As I said, one of the most dangerous and jobs in the whole logging operation. More men, unfortunately, were lost during the days of the river drive than all other phases of the logging operation combined. That's from this dangerous job that we get on Mountain Sport. The rules are very simple, only a couple of rules. They can't cross the red center line, they can't touch each other, that's it, everything else goes. They can spin that log, change direction, splash water, spit the packages, do whatever they want to do to knock their opponent off his concentration and into the water. All right, 
It is the best two falls out of three, ladies and gentlemen. How many want to see Brittany Cook, camp number nine, win this first fall? How many want to see A.J. Fletcher win it? How many don't care? They just want to see these guys fall in the water. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a favorite log rolling song. Put your hands together. Let's get them out there. Fall number one in the log roll. They are in a running match, which means they are facing the same direction on the log. Watching each other's feet very carefully. Never, never take your eyes off your opponent's feet. They got the carpet on there, just for traction on that wet slippery log. Southwest Forest Expo. Uh, great people here today. A lot of neat equipment. 
It's all here in Hot Springs, Arkansas. I'm your host, from the road, John Bing. Stay friendly, Southeast Island.